Alrighty, what's up everybody, welcome to episode 85 of Benny in the Booth podcast, thank you so much for your support to this point, I very much do appreciate it. Um, last week I had mentioned the idea that I would maybe start doing the Immaculate Grid start off episodes, and I think I'm going to do it for at least a little bit. Um, it's only going to be on days where I do episodes, they do have grids every day, they have other sports. Uh, I mainly just want to do baseball for this podcast, but I do happen to do the other ones on my own. Um, but I only want to do baseball just for my own. Just I feel that's I want to do the one where I feel that I could do the best at for the podcast. So it's just gonna be baseball. Uh, hopefully not just during the season. Uh, but at least give it a try and see how it plays out. Uh, and uh, maybe. It's, the thing that you can try on your own. Uh, simple to go to it, immaculategrid.com. And basically, it's similar to the connect the uh, grid challenge I did, except it's a whole bunch different. Instead of it being six three by three teams, it's sometimes just teams, sometimes te- teams and stats, sometimes teams and awards. It's a mix of things. Uh, so let's get into this week's Immaculate Grid. Okay, Cleveland, Toronto. So, like I had said when I did the grid challenge, my main brain process is I start thinking of playoff teams that for um, also something also different. I just realized before I go back to the well, – actually, let me finish my first brain. Uh, of playoff teams for these teams and start thinking, are there any uh, players that connect the, between the two teams from those playoff teams? Um, also they give rarity score based on how many people use the same answer in X spot. Um, and the better percentage, the lower your rarity score is and depending on what kind of target you're looking to get, that could be better or worse. Uh, first person though, I just thought of for Yankees, uh, for Blue Jays Guardians is a recent, uh, oh. Not, I guess, not so recent for either team, but is Josh Donaldson. 11%. That's actually not bad. Okay. Toronto, Philly. There's Roy Holiday. I want to try to go not as... I don't try to go so, like, common answer. I try to think of the non-common answers. Um, Rod Clemens? No, doesn't fit there. Um... Ugh. No. Hold on. Let's think about this. Um. Sean Green, no. Jim Tomey, no. Uh. Oh. I just found a fun answer. Michael Saunders was an outfielder uh, for both... Didn't play much for Philly, but did play for Philly. 0.7, there you go. Very, very interesting here. Uh, Cleveland, Milwaukee, a, like, big answer would be CC, but I don't want to go that pers- perspective. Uh, if Michael Brantley had actually played games for the Brewers, he would count, but he was only selected by Milwaukee, never played any games for the big leagues. Um, who else could fit Cleveland, Milwaukee? Um, hmm. Uh, Cleveland, Milwaukee. 
Uh, let's think about playoff teams. Well, there's Hayes' Aguilar, who played for both, didn't do much for Cleveland at all, and really hit his prime with Milwaukee. Um, is there anyone else? 20, anyone from 2016? Jan Gomes, I don't think so. Perez, no. Um, Carlos Santana, no. Kipnis, no. Lindor, no. Jose Ramirez, no. Naquin, no. Chisenhall, no. Crisp, no. Davis, no. Kluber, Bauer. Uh, think flips, I even. Once I just go Aguilar. You know what? I'm just going to go he's Aguilar. 2%. Okay. Milwaukee and Philly. Um. Hmm. Milwaukee and Philly. Mm. No, I'm going to come back to it. Hunter RBI season for Cleveland. I have a feeling Jim Tomey probably did. Also, one big thing is he got a guess wrong. That's it. Uh, then you lose a guess left. So it's kind of a risk if you're not 100% sure. But I am correct there. Higher percentage, but is what it is. 100 RBI season for the Phillies. Um, for sure, Ali did it because he won an MVP there. Yep, 7%. 100 plus RBI and a 200 plus season. Jimmy Rollins? No. Okay, so there you go. You see a case of don't get fully um, correct. 200 plus season, hit season for Toronto. Um, hmm. Almar? No. Okay. Um... 200 plus season hit season for Milwaukee. Robin Yount should fit there. Yep. Anywhere I want to throw one last guess. Hmm. Milwaukee, Philly. I think I, I've realized someone for here. Pat Burrell. Oh, I know. Actually, I don't think it worked there. Um, why can't I think of someone that's Milwaukee and Philly? Milwaukee, Philly. Um, is there anyone else that would have had 100 plus hits, 200 plus hits, and 100 plus RBI a season? Trout ever do it? No. Okay, not the best of days. Seven out of uh, seven out of nine, or six out of nine. Not 
Best not of the worst. Average is 6.2. They show how many people have played. That's This is rarity score. They show the amount of answers per spot. And it's also connected to baseball reference. So, like, it will show you uh, what they can... You click on a show and it can show you uh, the list of who fits under what category. And then this is, like, the most common answers uh, people have used. And then percent accuracy of who... Of, like, what was of spots correct and not correct. And then average scores of people from today. So, yeah, that's the grid. Um... I wanted to try that out. hope you guys enjoyed that trial. I uh, hope to still do more in the future. We'll see what happens. Anyways, let's get into the actual main details of the episode. Uh, next week, I will have back the intro and outro song, by the way. Uh, otherwise, there's no update, uh, further updates for the podcast uh, at the moment. So, let's get right into it. Hold on a second. Um, so last Tuesday, four separate games ended with both teams scoring at least 10 runs, tying MLB record for most in a day with July 4th and July 9th of 1894. Austin Riley, Christian Walker, Francisco Alvarez, Spencer Torkelson, Wilmer Flores, and Josh Naylor of Braves. Diamondbacks, Mets, uh, Tigers, Giants, and Guardians, respectively, all had multi-homer games, which is the first time six players did so this season. Most all-time in a day is 10, and 12 teams scored 10-plus runs. This is all just from one day in baseball. Uh, crazy. It included the Cubs game uh, from that day, which I think this Pretty sure this is the one I'm about to mention next. Uh, down 3 nothing, Cubs scored 14 un- runs unanswered between the 7th and 8th to come back to come back win over the Nationals 17-3. Fernando Abad, reliever for the Rockies, got his first win in 2,226 days. Going in inning in the third, giving up one hit, no runs, one walk, zero strikeouts, and a Rockies 4-3 win over the Astros. Kyle Tucker had a three-homer game in the Astros 6-4 win over the A's. Teoscar Hernandez had a walk-off RBI single against his old team in the Mariners 3-2 walk-off win over the Blue Jays. TJ Friedel, Matt McClain, and Jake Freely went back-to-back-to-back in the sixth in the Reds 4-2 win over the Diamondbacks. Jackson Wolf in his major league debut for the Padres, the starter, going five innings, giving up six hits, three runs, one walk, one strikeout, getting the win. Spencer Torkelson being the one strikeout and his first major league career strikeout in a 14-3 win over the Tigers. Classic Philly defense uh, here. So Philly Cleveland in the second game. Ahmed Rosario at first base. It was 0-0 at this point. Tanner Bimby threw seven shutout innings. Jose Ramirez at the plate hits a fly ball into right. Three people are on the baseball for Philly. Not one, not two, three. I think it was like two outfielders and infield or something. And you think three people on the baseball should be caught for now, right? No ball drops. Ahmed Rosario with speed scores from first, and that was a one run in the entire game. It's Cleveland won one to nothing. Classic Philly defense from the last two years. I mean, what's new? Just blowing games like that. Of course, what's new in baseball? Nothing at all. 
Sal Freelich in his Major League debut had a single in his first Major League at bat, two more singles in, throughout the game, a sacrifice fly, two RBIs overall, scored a run, and two great outfield catches. Uh, may, I think even three now, I don't think about it. And the Brewers 4-3 win over the Braves. Zach Geloff got his first Major League home run as a solo home run, and which was key in A's 4-1 win over the Astros. With 6-1 Nationals win over the Giants, it's their first series sweep three-game series since June 14th to the 16th of 2021, and since two-game or two-game series, uh, which would be more recent, uh, August 17th to the 18th in 2021. Anthony Rizzo ended a 45-game homer streak with a solo home run in the third inning, a Yankees 8-5 win of the Royals, and Daisbel Hernandez, reliever for the Atlanta Braves in his Major League debut, got a win, one inning, giving up four hits, two earned runs, two walks, two strikeouts, and a, break, and a 4-2 Braves win over the Brewers. Victor Caratini, look, strikeout looking in seventh, was his first Major League strikeout. That is the... Main part of the recap, standings, well, there was a big change. The Orioles are in first place in the AL East at 62-38. and 38. Rays are in second, so they didn't fall much far behind. Uh, otherwise, there isn't much shakeups. Uh, there were some streaks ended. Rays had a five-game losing streak, then they ended. The Rangers had a six-game win streak, that ended. The A's ended an eight-game losing streak. The Marlins ended an eight-game losing streak. The Reds had a six-game losing streak, they ended. Cardinals had a six-game win streak that they ended, and they're actually in fourth place. Uh, otherwise, not much streaks have ended or still around to note. And then tonight, today's schedule, Angels and Tigers at 640, Orioles and Phillies at 640, Marlins at Rays at 640, Rockies and Nationals at 705, Mets at Yankees at 705, Guardians hosting the Royals at 710, Reds Braves hosting the Red Sox at 7-10. Mariners at Twins at 7-40. White Sox at Cubs. Cubs at White Sox at 8-10. Rangers and Astros at 8-10. Reds at Brewers at 8-10. Pirates at Padres at 9-40. Cardinals at Diamondbacks at 9-40. A's at Giants at 9-45. And then Blue Jays at Dodgers at 10-10. That is this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you are new on YouTube, leave a like, hit the subscribe button, and leave a notification button so you're notified when I go live. And or post a new video. If you are new on audio, follow the podcast, leave a review, hit the notification button so you're notified when I post on there. Either way, please let me know if you enjoyed me uh, doing the daily grid. Obviously, you're not going to be able to see it um, if you're on audio, and I would recommend checking out YouTube for that. But please let me know if you like that I do that or not. I really would like feedback. Even if it's not a lot of feedback, would still enjoy feedback if possible. Um, and I will, if for all the Jews that listen to this podcast, have an easy fast, uh, tomorrow night through Thursday night, uh, is Tishba big fast. Uh, so have an easy fast to all the Jews out there and I will see you next week for episode 86. Bye.